This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. Good evening, Endless Rainers. Welcome back for episode 165 of your Endless Rainers podcast. We do what we want tonight. We appreciate your support. I'm Chris, one of your hosts for this evening. Robbie's taking a break again, so it's Soggy Mom living in a Crunchy Mom's world, getting seven miles to the gallon. Juana, how you doing? Wonderful today. Thank you. That's good to hear. Hitting the champagne, <laughs> the sham pipple. Sham it's man with the plan. It's producer Manny. What's going down, Mo, man? Finally, uh, glad you could finally join us. <laughs> the body massage machine go oh nice what? so uh yeah no. just gotta just gotta move on okay <laughs> how you guys doing for real just annoyed at the little tech issues i was having here but whatever we're here we're doing it we're having fun i don't think you've been able to pay that much attention manny this week you've been busy so uh no, I feel like I'm catching up on a lot of things every okay. time we get together. So I, I do like this little rendezvous that we weekly rendezvous. Good. good and good, because good. you love us and we're amazing, right? Like, Hell yeah, that's the, other, that's the real okay, reason. Good. That's the okay, real good. reason. Yay. So I don't even know where to begin tonight. Uh, what were we talking about just before that? We were talking about the unfortunate incident. Obama Gate. The- <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't worry. No, well, no, yeah, we were just we were just talking about the uh, unfortunate passenger on the on the airplane that you know had to hurt. She squirt. shat herself, and I said that happens to people in Christian. No, it doesn't. Do you, think, oh, man. do you think it was nerves, or she just had like a really bad nerves? Like, how does that? How does no, no, no? I'm like, saying, mean, what if? Okay, it could be nerves, or maybe she had went hog wild. No pun intended. At a buffet the night before, and it was all just like coming out that day, the next day, you know. I hate to blow yeah. y'all's bubble, but sometimes, like the lady, the lady stuff affects right. the other stuff. And next story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you got taken that direction. Mac, I'm just trying I'm to just talk saying. about shit. You know what you're talking about? Just trying to talk about diarrhea. You got to go there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, okay. I, I, just, I mean, I'm traumatized for the person. Like, sometimes it, these things happen. Like, you just have to always be aware. Christopher had said, like, there should be an EpiPen for when you're about to Oh, yeah, I did yourself. invent something. I'm only, yeah. I, did, I invent something new every day. But, yeah, an EpiPen, whatever. Yeah, you want to, we can find, obviously, a poo pen, you know. <laughs> that's, you know yeah. that'd be the, that'd be there the you go, pooping. That's going to be the name of it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, like an EpiPen, if you have, like, an allergic reaction or something, or, or uh, you know, do too much heroin. You know, either one, yes. but an, a poo pen where like if you're on an airplane and you and you're just about to have explosive diarrhea all over the play, like on 10, 12 rows of people, yeah, that's a uh, lot. Ca- like create an mm. Ebola outbreak. You oh, know? it's so bad. There should be like a pen that like instantly stops, you know, like, you know, just closes up the sphincter. You know, right, right. That'd be so great. Christopher, invent that. Seriously. I mean, maybe the airline, maybe she should sue, sue the airline for not having one of these poop pens, you know? Yeah. There really needs like to ladies, be one. They have ladies things, would right? invest in this. They should. 
I mean, emodium is the same concept. So like fast acting emodium. Yeah. Why don't they have that? Yeah. For when you have to leave your house, but <laughs> you can't. Call the foot plug. I feel like this technology would probably begin with a suppository, which would be extremely dangerous, <laughs> extremely dangerous to apply. How much <laughs> experience do you have with suppositories, Chris? I'm just trying to under you know, just trying to map out the technology, man. Come on. Okay. okay. <laughs> See the bit enthusiastic there is all I'm saying. It would start with that, but then someone would be like, after like, you know, three or four tries where everybody's just getting, you know, having to put on like uh hazmat suits. You know, they're just like, we should put this in like an injection, maybe, or like a nasal, you know, spray. <laughs> like, I know that that's where the problem happens could, down there, but there's no reason for us to treat the problem down there. Like, this could be an, yeah. a shot in the arm. It should mm. be. That's what I'm saying. Or thigh, whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe thighs closer, but definitely not suppository. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's risky. That's too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's humbling. It's a humbling experience. <laughs> I mean, the count. I mean, uh, I mean, I hope they have good insurance and like the copay on mental health is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not capped at like a thousand dollars because this person is going to need help. <laughs> and then, like, I just ima- imagine the psychologist who's just like trying to, you know, it's just like, <laughs> how many people? Together? Like, yeah, like. <laughs> How many rows? What? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. That's just bad. trying. Yeah, just be like, how did it make you feel when you evacuated um, your bowels all over first class? <laughs> you think airlines have a, a a rating system like they do with Lyft and Uber, where it's just like, nah, this uh, flyer here, strictly <laughs> Greyhound, they can't control they their. They should. I thought you were going to say do they have a, that they have a chaplain on call <laughs> to like bring. <laughs> You know what? I, I can tell scene, by sitting amongst human that have never had this happen. Like there is no like wait, 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 wait. Man, I really there is I, no control. Like you cannot stop it. If you could stop it, I have been stop it. <laughs> a victim. I'm a survi- a diarrhea survivor. Um, it's a a great excuse for those guys the people that like the thousands of people that show up at the emergency room with something jammed up their ass every year (laughs) be like i had i really had i had real bad like i I had a real bad i thought i was gonna have explosive diarrhea yeah i was next to a guy one time sorry man you were gonna say and diarrhea that's so no, just a boner, like a long boner, but it was him and his wife and his kid. <laughs> it's like three oh. o'clock in the morning. It's like, is it hard for seven hours? His wife's just like, just hunch over, baby. Hunch over. Just sit there and hunch over. Like, quit walking <laughs> around. Right quit walking back and it's forth. Like, it's just like a drape. I was there for other things, and they were there for that. That's what that happens the- when you, you know, what is it? Trivialize the use of blue chew. You tell them like, uh, be like, I heard the best way to make it go away is to to pace back and forth in front of a bunch of people yeah. in the ER. <laughs> a secure all. Yeah, just pacing we... back and forth is uh, yeah. in a well lit ER. area. Oh, uh, I should do it. Segment tales from the ER. I have so many. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a nice little segment to you know add in here and there. Uh, Mix some things up. 
I treat the ER like prison. I don't want to go there. I, I mean, I'll do anything I got to do not to go. That's why know. I treated my head laceration at home, <laughs> my torn Achilles at home. Yeah, I'm good. I've seen it all. <laughs> it's bad. The ER is bad. I have to say, by the way, when Juana sent me the list of uh, topics that we were going to discuss tonight, the, the list literally looked like a stand-up comedian's uh, set for the night. It's just like very, very brief <laughs> descriptions of each topic. It's like, a, it's yeah. like a stand-up comedian that's doing a 4chan conference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> talk about how people on Reddit don't go hard enough. <laughs> Easy now. You don't want to take those people on you. <laughs> yeah. Great group topics. Yeah, yeah. So what? Oh man, the grit group's rocking these days. I'm telling you, it's one of the. Why great, don't you invite great, me to that group? I want to group. invite you. Can't you just search yeah. for it? Really? You can't find so. it. I think you have to be invited. Oh, I will. I yeah. might have been blocked. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. It's really yeah. It's more it, right now. It's like more like just anti Biden than it is like racist. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you <laughs> know, it seems like not, I I fit in both <laughs> categories. So. They struck as a balance. Disappointing as Biden. <laughs> Is I feel like all the Biden hate would just get old. Like it's just like oh, uh, just it's there, it's a lot of good memes in that group. To be yeah, Manny, are you in the that's group what group? it's all about? No, I joined a long yeah. time ago. I think a lot of people like it because at first it was like I just found it, and then um, and then all the people that would get kicked out of the main group back when the main group when the main group was like good and like there was stuff to get that people get kicked out over stuff you know like i I try and kick people out i try and kick people out to this day my people would really and i got accused in the admin group of kind of being bitchy about it i'm not going to call anybody out but yeah you know is that a message of me manny and rob no no it was jeff lee (laughs) (laughs) jesus man way to air him out he's very he's very diplomatic Yeah. yeah I don't think he likes me calling people out, but quick to delete a motherfucker. Fuck them. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I it would be good because like people would flame out of the main Adam Crowley podcast Facebook group in you know in notable ways to where that when they'd show up in another group, you'd know that you'd remember their name. Like, oh, okay, I, I, I've I've seen you before. I saw that. It was so good. I saw that yeah. exit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are the great years of that group when they would flame out hard, like when mm-hmm. you would see them flame out hard. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That group was so fun. Well, I'm going to, you know, I haven't really tried that hard, but I'm going to try to make Ace Holes great again. Do you remember when the girls shared their boobies in that group? I wasn't in the group yet. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, good stuff happening in that group. Yeah, take it back. We can't take it back to those times, unfortunately, but. You know what, though? I think Britain thinks that our group is the new good group. Did you see that the other day? Yeah, he said something, but, you know, know, I did. Yeah, I'm becoming a big fan, but it's still hard to understand what he's talking about. (laughs) It's that Utah living. He said something. It's that Utah living that he's just like, wait, what? No, he lives in Arizona where it's like 140. Like, it's hot here, but. And he mm. works outside. Yeah. Hey, so you know how we like to cover all sorts of random ass topics. I have a question for te- uh, for Chris because you're Texas um, resident. Did you ever uh, get intrigued by or get told about the the Marfa lights, Marfa, Texas? Oh, uh, I probably have about. I ha- probably have um, learned what about that? that. Marfa is a town, I think, in like West Texas, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And it's like an artsy town, I think. Yeah. There's a great, there's a great uh, uh, public, he was on public television, but now he's got his own YouTube channel. That There's a guy that um, travels, does day trips. He's called the Day Tripper. And he just does day trips from Central Texas to just any town in Texas. And he's done dozens of these. And he just goes to like a town and just does everything he can do in that town. And these are, you know, generally it's not That's Dallas. It's fun. like small towns. And so I love like I, I love that. Like diners and stuff like that. Yeah, he'll go to a town and like see whatever the state park, national park, best food, mm-hmm. what they're known for, whether it's honey or barbecue or whatever. You know, a lot of a lot of barbecue stuff for Texas. But yeah, I yeah. learned a lot about like the area. So, yeah, I remember there he did an episode about Marfa. It's so I'd love to go to some of these places, but they are on the way to nowhere. They're like, <laughs> they're like, it's like why you can't envision absolute, yourself driving out like, there. Where? Unless there's some reason you need to be driving through like nowhere from, you know, West Texas to the West Coast somewhere. It's like whew, you got to really want to go to these places. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Marfa lights, though. What is is that like? uh so some people were speculating that they were like ghost lights or some shit, but really uh, it's just uh, the passing headlights of the uh, cars on the interstate oh. way, way out in the distance. Okay. You know how people like to talk about ghosts and UFOs and all that type of shit. Yeah. I mean, I we drive out to some remote places in Texas sometimes, drop the kids off at camp, drop one, one of them. And um, yeah, mostly it's during the daytime, but yeah, some of these places are just you remote. can see a long ways in the distance. Yeah, they're so early flat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a lot of cool stuff that happens out there at night. Mm. Groovy. Yeah. Groovy. There's so, so many, uh, there's so many, like, you get me talking about, like, there's so many tiny towns in Texas where that are just kind of dead and dying, but like, you know, in this day and age, there's like no reason why like a couple hundred people couldn't just like move to one of these towns. Like, obviously, we don't need a bunch of, you know, uh, California it. hippies or anything coming in. But is know, that what you're saying? Revitalize all the sp- dying people, towns. Yeah, like when people wanted to stay less, it. Christopher, on our people, way. Yeah, people are like, uh, there's overpopulation. It's like, man, there's like I think that's where all the migrants are being sent to that have disappeared. They're being like the the whole thing about them being brought into the country is revitalizing all these uh, towns that got left by the wayside. The disappeared migrants are children, and they know where they're at. Not in, not in really in Texas because these towns like barely have a school or two. Like it would be, well, you know, I, I don't know. Let like, you know, me started on the whole, yeah, the busing, <laughs> the busing. That right. I tell you that that you know, it sure seems like it's worked. Yeah, all the uh, busing sure seems like it's gotten some people's attention, and uh, people are starting to understand what it's like to live in a border town or border state. The the black uh, bald headed mayor in New York, where he was like talking about like this is we're overrun. It's yeah. gonna be. It's like yeah. Basically, yeah. he was saying like it, they're like it's indefinite. It's infinite. Like it's in, like yeah. I think they're saying like two million, like a, two million people, two million migrants will be and will enter the country this year and like get some but kind of I love that he was like and they're not all Mexican they're like he was like naming where they're coming from he was like the yeah. scarier the country the more <laughs> I'm you know I'm kind of still in the way where it's like you can suck it yeah because there's more <laughs> coming but you can suck yeah. it and here they come and there's more buses I, I posted something today looks like yeah I said something today on Twitter that got a bunch of uh 
something but it's about like you know we we should just we should drop off bus like when they start the trial of that hero daniel penny who choked that guy out in the subway when he was threatening everybody and now they're going to put him on trial for murder when they start that trial they need to be dropping off bus loads of migrants like right outside the courthouse like here you go here you go oh oh was that trial starting today oh sorry about that (laughs) some some guy chimed in like he's like we need to have an amtrak train and call it the biden express yeah <laughs> i was like okay that's thank that's even better yeah th- yeah it's uh it, i know it's it's really horrible but it's hard it start it's it's it was horrible you know three months ago when those people these people you know the humans started their journey from wherever they're like fleeing right that's where it became horrible right you know? The, the part where they got on the AC bus from, you know, Brownsville to New York City, where they got put up in a hotel. These pictures, <laughs> that's and the, the least, women that's and children the, that have been you know, sold along the path. That's also horrible. Like them oh yeah, coming oh yeah. and inconveniencing you in your streets. Like, get the, yeah, the fuck chaos, out of here. the chaos it creates yeah. that allow that. I mean, you know, if you just put yourself in a dark place and you're just like, oh, if I wanted to like, human traffic on a mass scale where would i go where there's just a ton of chaos and a ton of kids hmm. where would i go they used to, used to be ukraine yeah <laughs> when they had like the crisis in Haiti, they were talking about the kids that they like they busted a bunch of american um what are the people like that do church outreach like missionaries a bunch mm-hmm. of american missionaries that were like they had 150 kids in vans that they were smuggling out of haiti like yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Or if you're just like if you're a sick person like that you're just like uh, i should i should become a missionary mm-hmm. <sighs> i should go build i should go build wells or dig wells for you know children and wherever but no like yeah the, so yeah the horror started months ago when their countries were falling apart you know yeah. for you know who knows that's probably our, you know that's probably part of our policies too whatever um but yeah. The the horrible part is not where they're they're in the they're in New York City, in the no. Roosevelt Hotel. They're in the Roosevelt Hotel restaurant. Like I've seen these pictures because they're the pictures are like trying to show the overcrowding because it's right. crazy. But the pictures are literally showing migrants that are staying in the in hotels in New York City. <laughs> like where it's like you know like before the end times began. You know it's like let's say like five ten years ago. Like this would cost you hundreds of dollars a night to stay there. Like this is a privilege. This is like something that you had planned to do. Right. And now they're just renting out the whole hotel to, you know, to whatever and to, to house migrants and they're in the road. And and again, these are like the hotel restaurants in New York city. Yeah. Look out on the streets. It's just full of migrants that are crazy landmarks, historical landmarks, places where people plan to vacation at. Yeah. Not anymore, but it's like it, 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 yeah, it was like a whole nother world not that long ago. Yeah. I'm guessing the hotels that are doing really well, like the, you know, the, you know, the flagship Marriott that's right on Central Park is probably fine because they're getting bookings, but the hotels that were in like, you know, tougher parts of town that weren't, were just like, yeah, it's better business just to, you know, we can have half occupancy of like regular paying people or just have the whole place full and charge the government and, when this is all there's, over, we'll get a bunch of money to just renovate the whole place. There's uh, a conspiracy theory on TikTok. It's called the um, the menu conspiracy, and 
this guy is like alone in this huge apartment complex in some city, but he realized he was alone because like they stuffed the menus in the doors, like some Mm -hmm. Chinese Mm -hmm. restaurant stuffed the menus in the door and like no one came for them. Where was this? uh, You would have to Google it. In the U S though. Yes. Yes. And he's like every day, like, I'm a, I'm literally alone in this building. Like there's no one here, like all of the things. And he went outside and filmed like they are like doing the lights in some of the units, like putting lights on, but you can see that they're clearly empty. They're trying to make these buildings look like as if there's. That sounds so eerie. They said that BlackRock bought up a bunch of property like during 2020. Like they bought oh, up not a bunch just them, of stuff. man. So many of these investment firms have been buying up all the houses, yeah. and apartment buildings, and yeah. Yeah. So there's a menu conspiracy theory on TikTok, and this guy is like the leader of like pointing this shit out. But yeah, like no, so, so, well, those things, th- those things can happen and they can happen just naturally. Like, because mm-hmm. if you're going to build like a bunch of apartment buildings, sometimes that happens. Like, like in my area, they build these buildings with supreme confidence because it's just booming, right? But in some areas, right. it's like when you build it, like it's kind of a risk because if like a factory shuts down or something, like, yeah, you're going to have a hard time right. you know, getting people in there. But I remember um, after, as the lockdowns were easing and I was starting to travel for work and fly, go to like hotels, you go to a hotel and they had like all the sanitation wrappers on the doorknob. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'd walk down mm-hmm. the entire hallway of the floor and like they all had the wrapper on the handle, which meant that no one was staying in that room. Right. right. Like that. Yeah. There was, it was like, or no, I'm sorry. There. No, it was the seal. They had a seal, like a tape seal. Like, you know, if the seal is broken, don't go in. You're going to die. Right. They, they, would have, they had a tape seal that if like um, <laughs> it was on the door and the door jam. So you knew like that, damn, I'm like one of just a couple people on this whole floor because all these doors yeah. are taped. Right. So, yeah, it's, um, and then it makes me think of these, like there's ghost towns in China where, the, you know, they're real centralized planners. So they'd build an entire city, like an entire city of town of high rises. I was watching a, a video about that the empty. other day. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them on YouTube. And they're just completely empty and it's really freaky. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, it. I guess it's kind of good to know that if like shit went down, like they could just move, like like there's like a bunch of housing for like thousands of people, like ready to go. <laughs> like I'm sure they'd have okay. to, they probably have to prime the toilets again. But it's like, it, it, I'm just jumping all over the place. Then you got Lahaina where it's like everything burned down. It's like, well, there's nowhere to stay. Right. Like every, like half the people just got to leave because there's just no more, like, like literally just no more houses, rooms, doors, toilets, like gone. My son's complex, everybody's leaving because their jobs are gone. Like they're yeah, all such a... struggling with the land, with the people that are running the place because they have to leave because there's no, their jobs are gone. They're gone. Yeah. They don't have jobs anymore. So and what would you do? The leases. Like the $700 per person is a slap in the face, but like, what if they, what if it was a lot, what if they were sending a lot more? And they were like, oh, sweet. I'm going to stay here and I'm, I'm going to get like two grand a week. But it's like, but there's nothing to spend it on and there's nowhere to live. It's like, what? Yeah. I'm just going to like, you know, but what do you, you know, I don't know. What do you, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of the reason when the government doesn't, when they, you know, kind of make it kind of small incremental amounts, maybe it's because they know that you can't just pump 
a bunch of cash because then all of a sudden everything no, costs everything costs seven hundred dollars. Christopher, like seven hundred dollars per person, and that's not even every person. Oh yeah, of course. I, that's I know. the people that lost their housing, like the billions that they've given to Ukraine. Like they could build the entire, they could build it exactly the way it was, and say, move back into your homes. It's like they need with to the give, money they, that they gave to Ukraine. I'm just saying, like there's. They don't just spin a wheel. It's like, we don't want to give these people too much. We want to give them just enough to get out. Like give them just enough to like, yeah. To like, to like get on a little ferry to another Island or a cheap plane ticket back to the mainland where they can, you know, if they're not from here, you know, maybe the, maybe this is like their adventure is over. They're just going to go back home. Like that land. What my understanding is, is that it's like generational. So yeah, maybe they haven't paid any dues on that land for, years and years and years because it's already owned into their family like it's their land well i have a lot of i really we're not really talking about a a ton of space here right like it's not you know it's really kind of a compact area so i really i don't know i don't know like who owned the land who owned the houses if there's some kind of special thing where that that, people were grandfathered the dude in or and something the lady that were on joe rogan the guy he's like fast talking like me like he's got a lot of thoughts about what's going on and they're kind of trying to keep him down a little bit but even they were like there's an old dude who just wants to get to his property to see like if his safe is still there and they're yeah, not letting him yeah. access his own property well it's weird for that i would like have it, to know like so you know when they have like a road blocked off right, for a week right. but you don't see anybody working on the goddamn road you're just like what the fuck man what open, yeah put, you know, open the lanes back up if you're not working. Makes you if, crazy. if you have a bunch of dudes in white robes, like sorting through rubble, yeah. right? And they're actively working. Okay. Put up the fences and be tight about who can go in and out. But if I would, I don't know. I'd have to know that they're like actually really trying and working hard on this or if it's well, just. And they put uh, up the fences so you can't see anymore. So they course, put up the yeah, fences I mean, they're gonna they put up- can't. Well, you know, you put up, they can't see, but they're also blocking, you know, when winds pick up blocking debris. So it's like, you know, there's, <laughs> I mean, right. you can't look at every well, single we'll, thing. We'll revisit like, it next week. And then when I go be. by traffic, when I go by traffic sites, I see like in, in this area, like where I, I'm pretty sure there's no like bodies being cleaned up, you know, by forensic teams. Like they have fences with that are blocked out because it's so windy. If yeah. you don't like debris is going to be blowing on them in their workplace or debris is going to be blowing out when I think there's a lot of debris there, you know, I would expect. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, and then you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways where like the remains of your ancestors are so important that no one can touch this mountain. But then when the remains of your ancestors are like in rubble, like you're just like, fuck it, man, let everybody in, let everybody get to their stuff. Or like, it's like, there's not, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying like, there's just like such a, such extremes of like, let me get in there and see if I can find, like, I don't know. I guess I'd have to know if they really are like working feverishly to go through every home site to like, look for missing people or if, or if they're, they're just like, fuck it, we'll put up a fence and they'll never know. I mean, people can fly drones right now. No, they can't. No, they can't fly drones. No, they can't. They're not allowed. They're not allowed to stop and look. They're not allowed to like peek in. 
it's weird. What's happening so over there? They're being weird. held hostage at their own. Yeah, fucking- I mean, you don't have to convince you know twist my arm to make me hate the government more, <laughs> you know. So, but it's like you know, at the same time, it, I realize they're like real people on the ground, and a lot of them are probably from Maui. I imagine working on some of the stuff, and right. You know, no, not, every, not everybody's on in on it. Before- you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's a really like I was. We were texting about it yesterday. I was like, I just have a lot of questions about like if there was a house and like a family lived in it, like, did they own the house? Like you can tell me that you've lived here for generations, but I know it sounds ugly, but I need to know, like, did you, were you just renting this beautiful home that someone else owned? Or do you own that home? Do you own that property? Cause in that case, you're going to have standing, you're going to get an insurance pet. You're going to be at something. See, I feel that, like that's that still is yours. But I if you like don't, that is what we don't understand, like as Americans in this country, like we're kind of transient, like you could be from California and move to Texas, but I feel like the difference in Hawaii and I don't even have an attachment. To I get it. I've never been there. No, I, I don't give it. a fuck about Hawaii. My son did survive the, the fire there, but my thought is like, these people are different. Like their ancestors were there. We occupied them. Like like they did Native Americans, like we occupied this space and said, here we are, motherfuckers, and we're taking all your shit. So, yeah, like maybe that land, like they didn't buy it or pay for it, but they're great, great, great. Like maybe they care about family more than we do. Dif- they seem like a different right. type of people like that. We don't even know. And I think like people like you that have been there on vacation, like you feel that magic of being in that island, maybe. That's why people are always like, oh, Hawaii, Hawaii. I don't know. I've never been there. I'm not going to say that I have. I, I'm just, I just, yeah, it's, it feels bad, but it's like, you know, stuff like that happens in the mainland and no, and then like people lose all their shit and it's like, it, it it's easy for them because they can go to the next town. Right. And if you live in Maui, you can't go to the next town. So yeah, I get it. That's, that is a big difference, but it's like, yeah, that's, that's, uh, I don't know. I just feel like they've uh, you know, maybe been ans- taken advantage of closer than like the rest of us have been taken av- advantage of. Like maybe their water I mean, it's like, is like I, I, restricted it's like, by yeah. three people that came and like three plantation owners came and they like restricted their water use. Like mm-hmm. you can't even drink water, but they're taking care of golf courses. Like I think the Hawaiian people have kind yeah. of been through a lot. So I don't know. I hope there's I mean, like I don't there- know. I imagine there was probably some movement of trying to like get like they knew this is like somebody somebody knew this would be a problem where the dryness dang like everybody lives here all the people that lived here for years don't really own anything and it's like if something was to happen like they can't just like go to the next town where there's another apartment complex or it's just uh and go to the next job i think you're kind of like stuck i think you're stuck on the ideas that they don't own it and that's why the government's taking it where i'm stuck on the fact that that some sort of governmental procedure has made it that they are losing the land that they have. Like, yeah, that, hap- that happened a long gonna, time. That happened a long time ago. No, but I think mm-hmm. that they're going to deem this land like uh, environmentally unsafe, and the government's going to have to do something to take over. I feel like yeah, that. I, I agree with you. I agree. Be. There's a, there's an element of that too. I'm saying there's a lot of it because there's right. You know, there's a lot of it. Yeah, just that's. Um, yeah, it is. It's it's tough. Like if if that happens at a town in Texas, it's like there's thousands of towns, like, right. <laughs> like empty ones. Like, that you, you know, or this. even like Ohio or like East Palestine. It's like 
you know, they, they didn't have to like, you know, move to another Island or you know, to their, but we're not talking about them either. Like, what about those people? Like you can't afford to just, I could not afford to just buy a new house somewhere else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like their house yeah. is completely compromised. Like what about those people? I'm just saying there's a, there's a mix them anymore. There's a mix there that I imagine makes it even more difficult. Yeah. So if like a fire happened in my neighborhood, like, you know, just every single person owns their home and they have insurance, you know, great insurance. And it's going to like, they'll be made whole real quick. They'll be like, the ins- yeah, they'll be all, they'll be guys in all state suburbans, like rolling through the neighborhood, writing checks and like taking care of everybody real right. fast. And it's like, but in an area where it's like, well, the owner that ha- holds the insurance policy lives in Manhattan or it's like an LLC right. or something like that. Right. You know, because, and the people that live there for a long time just are kind of renting the place and just expecting that. And maybe they have a lease that says they can rent the place forever and they can never be kicked out, you know, because, the, and they have that level of security, but their that level of security only goes so far. And then all of a sudden right. it's like the LLC gets paid up by the insurance, but yeah. And then, then this stuff comes in where the government isn't even allowing, like you can't, there are no materials being shipped in the government isn't even going to allow that company to rebuild the the building that they can rent out again. So it's like, even if they had the intention to build a building and rent it out to locals again, it's like, and I can't imagine like the red tape, the, like everything that would be that that would make it go so slow. And then you also got to think like, why should I? Because like, like you said, like the apartment complex where your son lived, like everybody's moving out because there's no jobs. So it's right. You're, you're stuck with this. Or even if you did live there, and you'd like to rebuild, you're like, you got to also be thinking like, I'm going to rebuild, but I'm going to still have bills to pay. Right. And there's no jobs around here. So should I rebuild here? Like, even if you were a native Hawaiian and you live there your whole life, you know, but you're not rich and you get an insurance check and it's like, should I rebuild here where like, there's nothing and it's going to be 10 years before there's like an economy again. And uh, that's the crazy part though, that the insurance and early on, and everybody said I was crazy, but now it's coming to pass. Like early on, they were saying that the insurance companies were saying like, oh, your property wasn't actually insured because it's supposed to be this or that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah. We forgot to tell you early. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or, but or you were paying your policy, but you're your your state but- or your state politicians that you've been voting for one party yeah. forever. They passed a law that the insurance companies didn't really have to, you know, Yes. Didn't really have to send you that extra letter. You know, it's like, so the people you voted for screwed you over. It's really bad. But at the same time, it's like for Hawaiian people, I would think for Hawaiian people, it's like the screwing over is fresh. Like y'all shouldn't be forgetting the screwing. Like, yeah. Like the screwing over has been, is like, uh, is very fresh in your history. So it's like, man. What's so interesting is like they, they have so many rules. Like when my son moved there and they had to bring their animals, like they have so many rules about bringing outside animals in because they don't have rabies over there. So I remember there was a dog, a bee sniffing dog. I was like, what? Yeah. They have so many rules. You you bringing any bees in here? (laughs) Like now, man, I don't have any bees on me. Yeah. Unless it's the Wu-Tang. Wink, wink. But I had also had a thought like, yeah, um, I'm sure it went, I'm sure it went down to the United States advantage, but like, yeah, why the Hawaiian people didn't get like the whole Indian reservation type deals where it's like, this is our shit. <laughs> like we can, we can have our own cops. 
we can have our own casinos. Right. We're going to control the resorts. I'm sure, you know, that was, uh, that was never going to happen. Like, like they're yeah. like, nah, well, we like to do those. Well, kinds they kind of-, of did that. I feel like they kind of did that. I feel like Hawaiian's government is kind of still old school, but like on a tiny Island that no one wants to like, use with also the power of like the mainland, like they have some of those poles. So they get like these people that are on the, at the Island that are, like trying to do shady shit and they're doing it within their own people. Like the yeah, yeah. the guy that they put on the news, like even Krola said the other day, he seems touched. Like he I gotta believe, yeah. We were right. we were talking about that. We were talking about that early on about how <laughs> like they don't put out a you know a indie job search and like attract, you know, like have like millions of people to attract to get these jobs of like uh you know a emergency siren alarm button pusher. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like that's ah, quite the title yeah. to have. Like, this you job should listen really, to that Joe Rogan episode because this job doesn't pay that much. Talking about the stuff, yeah. yeah. This job doesn't pay much. I, I haven't listened, to it, but yeah, uh, this job doesn't pay much. But my cousin Lenny's, you know, he's got sixteen hours a week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like fucking Lenny. He's got, a, he's got a bike. Yeah, he can yeah. ride a bike. Yeah, he can get there. Like, and uh, yeah, a lot of I'm sure a lot of like family connections, a lot of like nepotism. Mm-hmm. Because it's My necessary. My son it's said, necessary. "This is a third world country." Like, mom, you don't understand. Like, this is yeah. not. This is not. This is not the United States. This is not if something bad happened in the Thomas. Well, like, I think I said is- I said something that was looked. You know, that was kind of like sneered at a few weeks ago about you know, like it was their own fault. But it's like I think what I meant by that was like I'm sure they've been fighting modernity. They've been fighting it. They've been fighting building codes that say you have to retrofit your house with sprinklers. <laughs> you know, mm. They've been fighting that stuff because it's like, this is our truth. They our, this turned is out the water. These people are talking about how they were trying to fight a fire and their hoses wouldn't turn on. They turned yeah. off their water. That's not, it's not. That's incompetence. That's just straight up. That's incompetence. Like, I don't, I, I imagine that person probably, you know, like no one, no one bothered to call that person. Or or someone was like, do you know Lenny's cell phone number? Like, no, I don't have it. No. Like, really? Because he's up there. On, we need to tell Lenny to turn the, the water on. They were at a FEMA uh, conference yeah. on Waikiki. Oh, yeah. A bunch of their officials. Yeah, we're off. Yeah. They weren't on that's, the island. Uh, they were at a, a FEMA conference. We can move on. But that's a topic for another day. Like, Because I feel like all the people that are supposed to be governing and running stuff, like at every level, whether it's a school board, a local dog catcher. <laughs> you know, like a uh, local finance tax comptroller, like they spend all their time somewhere else at a conference, like just or, like, <laughs> spending money and eating breakfast buffets. Like they're just like mm-hmm. everybody. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's teachers, administrators, superintendents, like all these government people are just like at, at conferences all the time, learning how to think new ways. All the time at conferences. The There's so many conferences. It's part of the job, man. It's part of what makes the profession yeah. you know yeah but it's like man it's like when do you guys do any like when do you guys do any work like look at stuff when we don't see them chris when we least expect it remember yeah. my you know local what, school i district, feel like this is your responsibility with the blue check mark you carry a little bit more on your shoulders now oh, shit, like yeah. you really are you being billed <laughs> for that blue check mark by the way yeah man those nine dollars uh terribly spent i guess because it's been it's been rough you fucking <laughs> right winger Huh? Oh, you yeah. right winger. 
I was telling Quan I bought a. I went to Wendy's and got a Baconator. It was like twelve dollars. <laughs> what? It's like, I was like, given the you know paying nine dollars to see what happens is uh, not really a big deal. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. man. Go to, you go to any fast food place. You're not getting through a McDonald's drive-through with under ten dollars nowadays. If you want what you want, you know, if you want to have their two for two deal and like eat a dry you know single patty burger, you know, like yeah. But if like you actually want your old you know your Big Mac meal. Oh, mm-hmm. then you know that's going to cost you. Yeah, looking at eleven dollars change. I don't know. I haven't been fucking with those uh, old traditional fast food chains in a while, so I don't know what you know what the. Yeah, price I signed is. up. I signed up for the X app, the Blue Check, to see what would happen, and it's like, uh, it's it's a. Uh, I don't know. I've been acting. I've been, you know, spouting off my normal way, but then it just gets you like more <laughs> attention, so people start coming at you like all, all the time. So yeah, I'm you're just take there it. reveling in it, enjoying it. All. Yeah, kind of. I like it when the people like when I'm. I get a bunch of notifications, but it's not at me. It's like other people fighting now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my job is like done. That. I was like, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> that's your favorite. And then you're like looking. I'm like, man, these two people should probably get along, but they're fighting. Like, mm, man. <laughs> oh well, on to another fire. No, but yeah, I gotta. And it's hard to keep track of on your phone. So I wake up in the morning, I'm sitting in the toilet, and I'm looking at my, yeah, that's what I do. And I'm like, look at, I got all these notifications, but you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. But then when you get on the, com- and it's like, so I was like, man, somebody call me a racist. That's, <laughs> man, that's that that's something. And then I get to work and I open it up on my computer, like on a full screen, and you can see it. And it's like, wow, there's like 30 people that call me a racist. Like, <laughs> Wow, you're, you're like, saying that with so a weird sort of uh he's like so happy. It's like surprising. Yeah. It's really like, man, it's like international. There's people in France and the UK, <laughs> like Muslim people, it's like non-Muslim, it's like everybody. And it's you like I didn't even range, realize man. it. I didn't realize it because it's like, but you say stuff, and nowadays everybody sees something in so- anything. What do you say? So right. I think it said something a little bit, you know. Um Nothing racist. I don't know. Just something, some little bit, maybe bombastic. I don't know. Conservative stay-at-home moms are the new face of white supremacy. So you're preaching to the choir. They're pretty fun. Yeah, those ladies. Some of those ladies go pretty hard. Yeah. Wait, when did that happen? I didn't get the memo. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot I mean, there's supremacy. a lot of there's a lot of Trump mamas out there. There's a lot of DeSantis mamas, and they're both like. This full of full of spit and vinegar. Is that a yeah. thing? Pit, yeah. Spit and whatever. Spit. It is spit and vinegar. Yeah, they're they're piss and vinegar. Oh, like someone, oh, yeah. some like someone called them a name at a school board meeting, and man, it's they're not they're not going to forget about that for a long time, if ever. Mm-hmm. Out for blood. Hey, so what's up with uh, Mr. Connell trying to convince us that we didn't see him? You know, <laughs> malfunctioning. Just he was another, like, I know you yeah. saw what you saw, but you didn't see it. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't. No, nah, but the, but his doctor said it's he's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, so his doctor cleared it. Yeah, he's like, listen, everybody, it wasn't a seizure or a stroke. Move on. <laughs> like, oh, okay. No, I think it if, wasn't. Like, a if he thing. told me that, I, I think it'd be better. Like, I want an explanation. Like, I don't want this guy. Like. So you're saying he just has like a kill switch somewhere? Like <laughs> it's malfunctioning. You're saying, you're saying there's a drone operator somewhere in the Nevada desert that's just like turning this guy on and off, or like, yeah. 
It's that lady who shakes them. <laughs> the best was like, I posted, somebody made a meme where it's like, <laughs> someone kicked the plug from the wall. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, come do it, get it back. They had to reboot. Yeah. Um, and the audio was a fax, like a fax or like an old <laughs> internet connection. <laughs> I mean. Who picked up the phone again? We know you can't like operate Mitch without... <laughs> I don't like laughing at this. Really. I really don't like my mom has had a stroke before. Like she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's getting older. My dad had multiple strokes and he's passed away. So, but it's like, man, like my mom, and my dad cared about me. You know what I mean? Like these people yeah. do not care about me at all. Like that's more of a reason yeah. to talk about this is like, why aren't people yeah. just letting the man fucking retire? Why? Like, you know that, I don't know. you know, that old bag of bones, Barbara, uh, was it Diane Feinstein? Uh huh. Oh yeah. Just realized that I tweeted something today and totally got her name wrong. <laughs> Your blue check. The best. I sure as hell did. Yeah. I feel like Zero I'm spelling. Bucks. I feel like I'm giving. I'm having more spelling errors now. Even if, <laughs> even though it gives me a chance to correct them, I'm. Use the wrong there every time, brother. Do it. Fuck them. But um, it's yeah, that bag, that bag of bones, it's get pushed around a wheelchair. Like, come on. Like you think yeah. if if someone went to her and said, Hey, there's this podcast, these three or four yahoos that are out there talking shit. Like <laughs> if you press this button, I will give you a pill that will rewind your life 20 years. But these three, four yahoos die. She'd be like, yeah. where's the button? Oh, you're <laughs> she, adding Robbie to this. You're killing Robbie. In the yes. Mix. I said three he's to four. He's not even here. <laughs> I, it for He's optional, but. It depends. Yeah. And Anvil but, may or may not fall. You know what she would say? You know, you know what she would say? She would say, please lift up my flabby arm and put it on the <laughs> button and then push my finger down because I don't have any muscles left in my body. That's what she'd say. She'd be like, all these people, right. like, you know, Hillary, Bill, like, if they're like, hey, Hillary, that latest scandal, whatever it is, I'll make it go away if you just wipe these people out with a button. Like, you don't even have to do it. You don't have to see it. You don't have to know their names, but know that three innocent. No Three innocent Speaking people of, that didn't vote for you are gonna. Speaking of scandals, she'd be like, hit the button like a bunch of times. Like you only have to hit it once. Be, anyway. We have to hate, speak about Obama Gate. Yeah, it just doesn't just doesn't ring right when you don't spell it out. G <laughs> a y. Oh, Tucker did a did a thing this. Well, he did a thing two weeks ago, and then he did another thing to follow it up. Oh Another God. Tucker thing. Yeah. Tucker back being Tucker. To back things, Tucker. Well, he said it first on Adam Carolla. Michelle Tucker. He said it first on Adam Carolla. I don't know when. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> before our last episode. I don't, I don't know. With everyone being gay or fluid or this or that, is it really that big a deal that he's fucking gay? Well, like, let's get into that because I'm very upset. <laughs> what is it the way that i phrased it chris was it too was it too curt well maybe well not that but i might be upset at you well i am let's start with that i'm bad at both of you i'm at at everybody everybody. (laughs) what did i do everybody everybody i've ever met okay because what disturbs me is like they're coming out and they're just like hey man yeah like president obama allegedly uh smoked crack and had gay sex with this guy and like it's like everybody's like freaking out about the gay sex part everybody's like either on the you know it's either oh my god obama's gay mm-hmm. oh my god what are you talking about he's not gay or oh my god uh what does it matter if he's gay 
Like that's what it is. It's, I'm, I'm sitting here like, what about the crack smoking? What, what about, why does no one care? Why am I the only person in the world that's like, what about the crack smoking part? Like It's because America has been so ravaged by all sorts of drugs that we've been desensitized to the use of said drugs yeah. by anyone. We don't and, give a fuck about yeah. Allow me to, com- allow me to uh, continue to, to tell you where you people come along in this and everybody. Okay. Met. Oh, like, brown so I'm like, people? Brown people? No, everybody. I meant more. Yeah. I meant all colors. The populace. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, keep going. But like, you know, am I the only one that's never smoked crack before? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, is everybody smoking crack and not me? You know, like, that's why everybody's like, you know, people are freaking up at the gay sex. No one's, you know, a lot of people haven't had the gay sex, <laughs> you know, but like most people, like everybody smoke crack. And it's like, and I'm like thinking back in my life, I'm 51 years old. No one's ever offered me crack. Maybe you just haven't been hanging around the right people. And then I'm in like this, like, then I'm in this like self-hatred spiral. Like, man, no one, like, no one, like everybody smoking crack. No one. No one invited me. No one ever offered it. No one's ever even offered it to me. You know what? I've never been offered crack either. Yeah, you too. You, You understand. Yeah. That's what I'm like. I'm just, I keep, I'm. So we're really think about it. No one, no one, like no one's phased by the crack smoking. And this is yeah. like 1990. Like this is not like well, back in the I 70s, you know, everybody was doing quaaludes. You know, right. I've yeah. been. I feel like our generation was kind of like bombarded by crack too, right? Like it was like always like crack. There's like very not mine, I guess. Crack. I don't know. Like none of my friends cared to share. Like in the movies, right? It was like crack was everywhere, though. Like New Jack City, it was all crack, 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 crack. All yeah, the comedians talked about I didn't live anywhere. Crack. New Jack City was totally foreign to me. <laughs> same. I, I mean, yeah, I just assumed yeah, that that's where same. the crack was. I I assumed that the crack wasn't near me because it was. We were in being the New conditioned. It was in oh. the New Jack City. That's where yeah. I thought the crack was. Turns out Obama had all the crack. Turns out. And skinny white guys. Also <laughs> crack. Uh, I'm assuming that he had two teeth back then. I'm assuming be... the teeth loss is more of a recent thing. Like when Obama was fucking with them, I'm going to say he had teeth. <laughs> Although, if you're getting blowjobs from strangers, you're talking maybe, about the... maybe less teeth would be better. I don't know, but I'm just assuming because Obama kind of has like a little fire to him that maybe. The dude had teeth back then. I don't know. All I had is crack. All I had was crack talk and crack material. I got nothing on the gay part. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch you're the an talk. ally, Chris. You don't want to offend those people. <laughs> I didn't talk about the uh, I'm a crack smoker ally now. <laughs> I gotta add a letter. I gotta add a couple of letters to. Well, I just love if you're not following House and Habit again, follow House and Habit. House in Habit on Instagram, but I love that she has over a million followers and she is like hashtag Obamagate spelled G A. Yeah, she made it. She got big on the Johnny Depp trial. Was that her? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Ghislaine. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Her. Before the. I remember like a year or so ago, we had a birthday party for our girls and my mom and my mother-in-law were talking out back and my mother-in-law who was fully versed on the Johnny Depp trial and my mother who's probably never even seen a Johnny Depp movie except for Chocolat <laughs> except for like Chocolat Oh Chocolat was so good. And they were having a conversation that was totally one way. My mom was just nodding like 
<laughs> no idea what was going being on. held hostage. No idea yep. that that lady shot in the bed or any 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 of that any of that stuff. I have to Did say this has finger. been our most scatological episode to date. Oh yeah, Amber covered it at the beginning. Now we're back to it she, again. She pooped in the bed. That girl. Yeah. That Obama stuff though is cra- is crazy because it's like I told you on the black Twitter. It's like it seems like it's just all like big uptick and just people just like you know, mm-hmm. folks of the African American community just let let's just like making fun of Obama's like <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't happening that much a year ago or six months ago, but right a lot of lot of funny stuff being shared kind of in the element that like it doesn't matter but it's like <laughs> it obviously mattered to him he was lying about it for a long time <laughs> it, it, you know allegedly allegedly but it's like yeah it's kind of well, hard i think do, that's like, a thing though like with yeah. lance bass like everybody knew he was gay uh i had no idea I, about this i had no idea about any of this stuff like six before i met you people <laughs> <laughs> before the i came in your circle yeah, i had no idea about the whole big mic things i was like i had no idea that I was like uh you know i've been preaching big mike for five years <laughs> i hadn't i really i mean i think i'd heard the stories back when obama was first running about that but it's like it got yeah. it got like no coverage like it got like a buy a line in a paper somewhere on the 50th page so it was like it was just easily dismissed even by someone that Bill said to me the other day, he's like, you always call out gay people. He's like, you didn't call him out. I was like, I said his wife was trans. I definitely (laughs) called him out as gay. He's like, no, you never said he was gay. And I was like, I said Michelle was trans. Yes, they are having a week. They are having a week. I guess like I think I saw something because it's obviously they're like the Daily Mail is just letting us know what Michelle's whereabouts all the time now. They're not together like Brock Obama's over here somewhere and she's in Europe somewhere. How do you think their kids are handling all this? They're grown. Well, well you just, I, uh, I can tell you exactly because I go to dailymail.com every day. <laughs> they partied up on Labor Day over the weekend. I'm just, yeah. No, they're just living their lives. Mm, what dang. about Malia's credit card being used in a naked photograph with Hunter Biden next to a pound or a little thing? Wait, of wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, that's a lot. That's a lot there. You're going you to you're gonna type that out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a bit much. On the laptop, there is a photograph of Malia Obama's credit card on a nightstand table with cocaine. Devil's advocate that to come out. What if that was, you know, I mean, I mean, I can't wait for that to like hit the because they've been definitely slow rolling a lot of the laptop stuff. Like oh, even, even I saw that when they were saying that the laptop was Russia disinformation. No, so there was like a there's a t- there's a website you can go to right now that has everything, right? It's an obscure that has every crime, every picture, everything. Right there, right now there is, but in uh, like Hunter's in like laptop. if you go to like the New York the New York Post who broke the laptop in the first place and the Daily Mail, they're not they are definitely using this for their own gain. Just, just to be fair, like they're not innocent. Like they're slow. That even though all the information's out there, they're kind of slow rolling every week. Like which picture they decide to like make a big deal out of. So I'm all for it. But I, you know, I'm not pictures gonna, with you know. him in the room with like little Vietnamese girls. I know I said that word wrong. I'm sorry. No, they're both countries. It's okay. <laughs> That's what like just, when they remember there was North Vietnam and South Vietnam. They went with Vietnamese and Vietnamese. 
Are you are you being truthful? Because Kylie hand, texts hand, me hand constantly. But the way I say that, she's like, it's not my knees. You can, <laughs> like, you can Wikipedia. Not. You can Wikipedia that shit. <laughs> Two countries. Letter switched. Yeah, I know. I'm not just. Yeah, there's all that, but it's I like appreciate that. I'm saying that like like the New York Post and the Daily Mail, like the ones that really that really deal in the Hunter Biden laptop stuff, like they're definitely right. like like they've got a schedule of what they're gonna make saying, big. Her credit card was on a nightstand, yeah. next to a pile of coke. That'll that will come out on one of his yeah. pictures that he took because he took pictures like crazy person. Yeah, there, there's I mean, probably who takes those kind of. There's someone, there, there's someone at the New York Post that's like, we should, we got this one. This is gold, but we need to wait until Michelle, you know, files for running for president. <laughs> that's what I, I, you know, that's how these people think. I'm sure and they're like, we could roll it out right. now, but man, it'll get a lot more clicks if, like, we do it the day after she announces. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're doing what? How about these? Yeah, yeah. But you know, a lot of people are calling it like. Biden's going to have a, some kind of episode, some kind of health thing and going to just like bow out as a hero and be celebrated. And someone's going to step in to. Are they going to give it to Kamala? Oh, no. Kamala. I, the, I kind of like the silver lining and all that. The silver lining and all those shenanigans is that she's going to be so pissed. <laughs> she's going to be so like, pissed. No matter what happens, she's going to get hosed. She's going to go on a word salad diatribe and then her head would have like, explode. How would you feel if we just replaced you with Gavin Newsom and we just called him Kamala Newsom for, for a few weeks? He said it's not going to happen. And then we'll like, switch. And then we'll switch to like, his Nope, that's crazy. That's not happening. Like, he's yeah, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. These are just, I don't, I mean, I just don't put anything past these people. They can say yeah. like Republican or Democrat, they can say one thing one day and do the exact opposite the next because they'll say, well, the situation changed. Yeah. Because Biden had a health scare. Motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, I listened to it Tim was Paul a COVID a crisis. I yeah. watched Tim cast a bit. And I, one of the things I enjoy about that show is they, do a lot of thought experiments and gaming out like what if things happen and they go a lot of dark places and they probably go off on their imagination a little bit too much but they they have these like thought experiments where it's like is what that they, what the they really would they need are, are the no, no. like a separate, They're a separate thing okay They're their own thing yeah no are they like, sometimes on there they've they joined one time yeah they won't okay. on tim cast once but um they just have these thought experiments like like the, what they really want to happen is for Joe Biden to like have an episode on stage with Gavin Newsom. So <laughs> Gavin Newsom can like rush to his aid. And they'll be like, oh, we, we set him up. But it was a layup because for just Gavin like, that's, Newsom. That's, that's 10 million votes. And that's that's yeah, that's that's all we need. Yeah, that's the, they just like they think about these things or they thought experiment these things to where like, what if that happened? And then. Yeah, like I like there's like. If you hear stories about Kamala saying crazy stuff nowadays, you notice like she's always in some weird place. She's in Jakarta. Like she's just like kept, she's kept so far away from anything. Like in They're time zone, all these bullshit errands or yeah, whatever. It's like she's waking up and like the day over here is already done. It's like, <laughs> or it's, you know, you know what I mean? But yeah, she's like, oh, she I had an idea for that. Sorry. Uh, it's tomorrow already or wherever. You know. <laughs> Suffering a serious case of FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> 
she is they're keeping her far away really far away and like at a different time zone so that when even when the news stories come out it's like just oh that happened yesterday like when did this even happen like right it's nighttime why is it daytime where she's talking what is yeah but yeah they replace her with like gavin or they replace her with Mich- uh, michelle obama i think that's what that's a that's a theory the word on the street on the crunchy but tucker the did a thing path. yeah he, he did a thing and i was like i pointed out a few times to people that like he brought that up the whole obama gay thing in the context of these are the level of lies these are the like these are the levels of orchestrations that these these people will go to to gain power you know to get their way they'll just and they'll they'll make people that know like not say anything you know they'll threaten people and the guy even said that there was like some preacher that was killed that the mother of that guy thinks that he was killed for political reasons crazy like that that was said on tucker's show is wild yeah it's wild that uh that guy right after he was on tucker's show obama invited him to martha's vineyard to paddleboard <laughs> it's the same guy that's funny. <laughs> damn people keep you know it's like every now and then people die naked like on paddleboards it's like one obama <laughs> thing after another though which makes you think like it's a smear campaign to, yeah it no, makes me think like, that he must not be behaving to, something's about to like come <laughs> forth like you said about uh the late night host like what did he do to get on the yeah, list like, Jimmy yeah. or, like, when, when, when the rolling when rolling stone masses. yeah when the people that run rolling stone if it's not the same company now if they when they go to nbc and they're just like we got a bunch of your employees complaining about Jimmy Fallon. Like, what do you want us to do about this? You know, this is at, at high levels. NBC can be like, yeah, you know, he's kind of being a real pain in the ass in his contract negotiations. And, you know, uh, so go ahead and run the story. It'll <laughs> save us a couple million dollars next time this deal comes up, you know, or yeah. it'll give us a lot of leverage or the choice, you know, like, and I'm 100%. sure Jimmy Fallon it knows this and knows like, that's how. He like apologized. He apologized, and he's done. Thank you, Uh, You know what? He's the least of the group of those guys that I would have expected this from. To be the honest, Strike Force Five guys. Oh, really? That's just my gut. Is like he's the least. Um, you know, conniving. when you think about his like connection to like Justin Timberlake and all of the like Saturday Night Live connections, like. He seems like the first to be within the 666 community, if you will. <laughs> you think? Yeah, a million percent. Well, apparently 100%. He, he, well, you know, there's another thing, too, when like when this happens to Ellen and she just like her PR person puts out a statement that how shocked she is, you know, mm-hmm. but what Jimmy Fallon apparently did within 24 hours, he had a Zoom call with his entire staff and just like groveled. So it's like, I mean, yeah. there's something to, there's something to say about that, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, we'll so, but, you know, somebody on, you know, was quoted as saying that it seemed earnest and, you know, like, so that, that, that part didn't surprise me right now. Either. Aren't they all like not working right now? So it's kind of weird that like, he can't even go in and fix it, you know, because yeah. everybody's not working right now. Isn't yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mean that... they're not still like negotiating contracts and extensions and all. I wonder if this is just like a boost to make their podcast go bigger. 
It has to be. Right. That nobody was, was, that's not like, uh, that's not how I'd boost this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, like something if, comes out where Manny and Quana and Rob and, you know, got together and we're like, we're like, this fucking guy's an asshole. Like, nah, that's I know, not, but that's I, not why I'm an asshole. You want to listen to his podcast to see if he talks about it next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's very much. Uh, okay. Yeah. I get that. I mean, if no one tuned in to their late nights of whatever they're doing to, uh, you know, circle yeah, jerk it, around the writer's right. If I'm Jimmy Fallon, I'd be like, can't you guys do this to John Oliver? Cause that guy, <laughs> everybody, you know, like he is definitely like, come on, man. Yeah. I'm an American. I'm an like American. Jimmy, feels like Jimmy uh, could take a hit. Our yeah, Jimmy. Can't you like, yeah, come on. Yeah. I don't know, but. That makes sense. That's what I'm going to tell myself is that the story has come out to try and boost their stupid podcast ratings. I don't know. Like Jimmy Fallon was the one I, <laughs> you know, like, you know, disliked the least, I guess. Yeah. Out of all of them. Because he's been pushed down our throat. I can't stand it. I mean, I, what is it? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Obviously, that's a pass. Uh, <laughs> what's his? Seth. I don't really know. He was funny on SNL, but I've never actually seen a second of his late night show. Right. Uh, John Oliver, right. Prick, um, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Stephen Colbert, I wouldn't throw him a life preserver. Wow. Okay. You know, like maybe a faulty one. <laughs> I didn't know that he had uh, crossed your line that badly that you'd like, yeah. This guy, these are just, I mean, these are just bad. These are just like bad people. Fucking doing vaccination dances with syringe. So like, it makes sense. Dressing up on stage with people in syringe costumes. Like, my point yeah. is valid. Oh, yeah, what yeah. Makes, good, good job. I yeah. bet their ratings go up. I bet their ratings fucking hit. You're right. You're right. The other Wait, four were like, man, people. Yeah. The other four were like, people think we're pedophiles. Like Jimmy Kim yeah. was like, people think I was on <laughs> Epstein's Island, man. I can't take exactly. a hit like this. Like Jimmy, people yeah. like you. Yeah. 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 You convinced me. Yeah. They're all horrible now, or what? I don't horrible. know. Horrible, yeah. horrible. I don't trust any of them. Was there anything else on our list we didn't talk about? I feel no. like we've only talked about like two or three things, but yeah. <laughs> that's we okay. Covered enough time. I say there's a good place to wrap up for now. Punked intervention. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want to hear about your new show. Last week you left with a new show idea. I want to hear this. Week's oh yeah, well, new I show forget idea. what that. What was that last week? I forget, but no, punked intervention is like intervention, right? You've all seen A and E's intervention, of course, right? Now imagine that the person that's being intervened upon is like your best friend, degenerate friend who's got a uh -huh. problem, you know. And you know, he's not forty. This is early days. Last right? week Where was it's the like, people's court, the petty people's court. Petty Sorry, people's yeah, court. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you guys could technically, if I come up with this idea, you could sue me to make me <laughs> produce the show. Like in the petty people court, right? If I tell you that it'll be a blockbuster hit, you get it. You'll be like, "I'm gonna file a suit against you to make to prove it." You know. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's your best degenerate friend that's sitting in the middle of the room with his family all around, like just pointing at him and like you know trying their best not to be really condescending, right? Um, and you get to sit there in a studio with Ashton Kutcher, <laughs> and you get to and you send your friend a text message that says, right. and a picture. That says, dude, I just found a duffel bag with $10,000 in cash in it. 
you need to meet me at our spot now. What are you doing? Where are you? And then you just watch the person. You leave the person that's getting the intervention with their phone. So they get this text message and they see it. They're just like, and they're being screamed at, like, you need to go to intervention. You've hit rock bottom. <laughs> but, but you're their friend. You're like, dude, where are you, man? Like, let me, sh- I, I'm proved Like, here's a picture of this duffel bag of cash. Like, you need to meet me downtown right now. Come on. Like, I need a ride. So then you just watch your friend squirm, like, try to go, to, like, I got to go to the bathroom bad. <laughs> and the producer, the producer tells the family, like, you need to follow him into the bathroom because he's going to try to sneak out the window. So you just like watch your friend who is like, you know, a degenerate. So they're like really good at like <laughs> really good at squirming out of situations and like yeah. coming up with crazy lies to be like, oh, you know, yeah, girl, like, I just got some diarrhea hit. Like, I gotta yeah, go. they got explosive diarrhea. I got a seizure. <laughs> I got a, I'm having an aneurysm. I'm having stroke. I, I'm, trans, I'm trans, you know, like I'm, I'm having all these feelings. Like, can I just need to get out that door. All like, these like you know, that person's going to be just like, uh, I just got a text message, a nuclear bomb on the way. Everybody scramble. <laughs> They'd be like doing anything they can to get out of that room to their car. Yeah. To get to their friend with that bag of 10 grand. I don't know why, but this, uh, this feels like, or sounds like an impractical joker skit, something that they put off on. Oh the yeah. Show. Yeah. Just, it's just intervention. But with, yeah. yeah. Punked. Edition. You think you're, you think you're tuning in for intervention, but it's, you know, punked with the, with the cast of uh, teenage pregnant mom. <laughs> I'm sure they got Dr. Drew steps in. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, Drew, uh, you know, I guess yeah, I'd work with him if I could make some money. I guess so. He's the teen mom guy. I'd lower Dr. my medical Drew standard. Is responsible. Dr. Drew is responsible for lowering the teen birth rate in this country by dramatic numbers. Teen or, mom reduce the birth rate by dramatic numbers. I would say he he share he he shares that responsibility with a bunch of MTV yeah. producers that have no medical experience or even maybe even college degrees. You know what? So do not get me started on Dr. Drew. I'm telling you right now. I'm saying it that I will I'm lower right I will now. lower my standards for medical care to to work with Dr. Drew if he if he wants to do intervention punked with me. <laughs> with the cast I think we got to work on the title moms. a bit. It's a bit too clunky. There are there are a lot of words, but I know. But it, you know, I feel like it needs to. You know. Yeah, with the cast of MTV's Teenage yeah. Moms from 1999, <laughs> season B, B part B of the, that season. We could have the kids of Teen Moms <laughs> season 1999 as that, guests. Oh, we could have Bentley. That's Bantley. already. I guarantee, can be on our show. I guarantee you, there's a producer at MTV that's like 67. You know who produced Teenage Mom? It's like just who's, retire who's like, already, Bob. Who's like, nah, man, we got to do, we got to find out where these kids are at. <laughs> like, where are they now? This is going to be our next franchise. This is what MTV will be known for from oh. here on out. And it's just a map of like Arkansas, the backwoods of Arkansas. <laughs> it's mean. Now you're just being rude, Chris. I know that was it was. You guys. Was, uh, intervention. I would love to see that. Like, just because, man, yeah. they'd be like, they'd be doing any. They, I mean. They'd be diving out windows. Mm. <laughs> They'd be diving out windows. Well, speaking of interventions, right? Oh, last, no. oh no! Last let's year, sign off. I'm signing off. No, no, no. Last year oh, okay. at this time, you guys invited me at the 
hardest point in my life to come sit with you guys. And this is like the exact month and around the same day. So I just want to say thanks for having me for a whole year. Wow. I didn't know it's been that. I know. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for reminding us of your trauma. (laughs) I'm good. It's good to have you. It's been a year. It's been a fast year. It's been a fast year. Year goes by fast. It's your opportunity to seize the day, right? Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or it's getting getting pretty late. Go light a go light a fire. I've done about all the season. Done all about all the season (laughs) I'm gonna do for today. Yeah. Thank you everyone for watching, tuning in, listening. Get the word out. Do what you want. Get it on. Get it on, motherfuckers. Get it on, do what you want. Like, wow, there's like 30 people that call me racist. <laughs> What is up? This is producer Mole Man with your plugs. First off, if you want to find us on Facebook, look up Endless Randers Podcast and you'll see us join up, have fun, mingle with all the listeners, throw in some shade at us if you want. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, it is Endless Randers. Instagram is Endless Randers Podcast. If you want to reach out to us individually, you could find Chris on Twitter at GratefulRed1. And one is a number, not the actual word spelled out. So GratefulRed and then the number one. Robbie Spotlight, you can find him across all socials under the Robbie Spotlight name. You could find me under How We Figure, Twitter, Instagram, and the podcast. And thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Get it on.